Go for it. Go for it. I'll do my intro. All right. I'll be right back. Okay. Josh is going to make some more coffee. All right, guys. So welcome to the first episode of Flix Talk. And it's kind of just something that we threw together because I always wanted to talk movies on a podcast. And what better person to choose but my best friend in the world, Josh. So Josh is making some coffee right now. And... The reason why I like Josh and his movie knowledge is because he retains so much of it. He pulls up actors and dates and stuff like that of, of things I can't even remember from way back. Even childhood memories of when we, when we were growing up. And uh, he just holds on to a lot of that a lot of that material. So I think he's a great person to work with. So we're going to start this thing called Flix Talk. And the first movie that we both saw, I actually saw it opening night, which was the Thursday before opening night. So premiere night, and I did take my mom to go see it on Saturday because I thought it was such a good movie, and that movie is Black Panther. Now, I'm sure you guys have heard so much about it, um, positive and negative things. Please focus on it being a movie and not the political aspect or whatever people were thinking is a political aspect of it because there's actually not that much politics in it, but let me take a sip of my coffee. Once again, Josh is, Josh is on his coffee break right now. He is filling up because he stays fueled up. He drinks about four cups of coffee a day. This guy is ADD like crazy. You guys probably hear him coming back. Um, the reason why it sounds like that on his end is because Josh is in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm in Southern California. So we're actually doing a little video chat right here. And that's how we're going to kind of bring these movie reviews to you. Now, quick question. Um, are you guys signed up with MoviePass? Because I feel like I need to get on MoviePass. I still haven't gone on MoviePass. I usually go on the discount days unless it's like a really, really big movie that I wanted to see or that I'm a fan of. And I'll just pay the full 15, 18 bucks, whatever it is for an IMAX, which I did actually premiere, um, premiere night of, of Black Panther. And uh, it was so good. We went again. I paid the full price on Saturday. Didn't even care. Loved it the second time, but I caught a lot of things the second time that I didn't catch the first time. And it was actually, I understood what people were talking about. And I don't know if I should wait for Josh on this one, but personally, I noticed that the pacing was a lot slower the second time around. Probably because I knew it was going to happen already. Um, but even though I had so many side characters, there, there was like a pacing issue where they focused on on these events or these scenes a little too long. And it was just kind of like, came a little boring at times. And we're back. And Josh is back. We're on video chat right now. So you are live, Josh. Let's let's get some microphone levels going. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Okay. All right. And I let everybody know that's listening, which is probably like one person in their basement. But like, I let everybody know that uh, you're coming live from Las Vegas, Nevada. How's the weather out there? Uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, better than yesterday. We had a little snow that didn't stick. Oh. But other than that, it's pretty good. It's a little yeah. windy, 
Okay. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. All right. So I was just letting everybody know that we're kind of just starting this podcast because you, of all people, I think is the best person to talk about movies because you retain so much knowledge. And I let everybody know, which is one person listening in their basement, that you retain knowledge of not only movies, but just memories about how of us growing up and stuff like that. And you're able to pull these names. Oh, David, remember uh, so-and-so when we were eight years old, nine years old? And I'm like, no, no, I don't remember any of that stuff. <laughs> how you do it? I don't know. I don't yes, know. I still, I, still don't, I still don't remember how that I remember all this stuff. Do you have a secret but, yeah. that, you can, that you can let us in on? Or? I... I Maybe the coffee. Maybe it's maybe it's the, the yeah. I was letting members. I was letting everybody know you drink about ten cups of coffee. Is that what it is? A day? At least. At least. I've at least. Back. I finally I finally realized the other day. I asked my uh, Starbucks barista. I was like, how much? How much? How much caffeine is in this? I, I drink a vent about two ventes. Did you, did, a day. You, did you say it just like that? How 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 how, how, how much? How much too much coffee? What? Yeah, what's what's going on in my coffee? What's going on? like I'm an old uh, old Jewish lady, right? Like what's going on in my coffee? What's in my coffee? You know, and uh, I found out that it's about three to four hundred milligrams of caffeine. Right. And uh, I looked it up. The daily li- limit for an average human being is about four hundred milligrams. So and we froze. It's tree mighty. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we froze really quick. So this is a problem with technology. <laughs> Sometimes we get a bad Wi-Fi signal. But it looks like we're back again. We might have to do that one on the computer, like a like a direct Skype stream or something like that. Yeah. But like I told I, you, I wonder, David, could the technology of vibranium help help, help us? <laughs> I think we need to travel to Wakanda and get some of this vibranium <laughs> that everybody's talking about. To, yes. To, yes. Either that or the, or the forever. Yeah, yeah, Wakanda forever. Or maybe the technology in my Samsung and the technology in your iPhone is just purposely causing us to uh, go out and buy the newest model. I don't know. It does not compute. Not compatible. Not yeah. Compatible. All right. So we're about ten minutes in. Well, I just well, I'm gonna cut the. <laughs> I'm gonna cut the first like four minutes right. of me working on the sound issues. But <laughs> let's talk about Wakanda Forever, aka the Black Panther, 2018 movie. What'd you think overall as a movie? Just as a movie, what do you think? I thought I thought it was a great movie. It's just there were some some elements to it that were kind of kind of bugging me as far as like uh the background of how 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 they were able to develop things with just a a strong metal how did they know how to do that okay well well, before we get into before we get into stuff like that like as far as the actual structure of introducing the characters overall story um what it's about i'll give like a little rough um if you guys don't know what it's about and they've been showing like millions of previews they've been hyping it the hell up if you guys turn on instagram or any of your like Facebook or social media apps, you guys are going to see previews for it all over the, like people just reposting it and retweeting it and do all that stuff. But it starts off, um, with a little bit of backstory, but the main focus is King. Oh, boy, his name's not King yet, but he's T'Challa and he's actually, you guys got to know, uh, they do do a flashback, but they show that his dad had been murdered. And I think his dad's name was King T'Chaka. And he's T'Challa, and he's pretty much taking the throne over his dad that was assassinated in Captain America Civil War, correct? Correct. Do you remember that? Okay. So if you guys haven't seen that, that's that's kind of a cool movie to check out. It's not not a mandatory thing because they show the flashback and all that in this new Black Panther movie. But it's just kind of like him taking the throne and what they're going to do with their vibranium. Some of the Wakandan people want to share the vibranium with the world. He does not. He wants to just protect his people. 
And there's some characters in the movie that don't like that. They want to take over the vibranium or they want to steal it in that, in that sense. And, uh, it's just an introduction of a lot of different characters and a lot of conflict and stuff like that. So, um, that being said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like make sure we don't talk about any spoilers. I know it's really, really hard to do, but, um, what are some of the things that you did like about the movie? Like, like, I love like. the acting. The act, I like, the, I love the acting, um, especially, especially Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker was a shocker there that he, uh, now I got to, I got, I got to pause. I got to pause on that really quick because a lot of reviewers that I follow, they said that his character is the same in every single movie. Now I haven't seen a Forrest Whitaker for, movie for a while, but they said that Forrest Whitaker plays Forrest Whitaker and that's all he knows how to do is that character that's very, very serious. His, his, you know, emotions don't really change. I don't know if that's true, but he seemed very Forrest Whitaker-y in this one, if you know what I mean. I mean, it's, it's Forrest Whitaker, even... He's a good actor. He's a great actor. He's, he's, he's an he's amazing a actor. actor but, yeah. But I'm going to be honest, I didn't know it was him at first until, you know, they kind of, kind of zoomed up on his face. They panned in. I, I couldn't tell it was him. With all the, pa- with like all the, the, the face painting and stuff? Yeah, that, that, and, uh, I think it was the accent that he portrayed in it mm-hmm. that kind of like, Threw him off as Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. That was another thing, too. Most of those actors are like either American or British, and they were pulling off like an African um, accent, which I thought it, it, uh, it, I thought it was pretty spot on. You know, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's hard, just like um, if you were to compare to like like the actor of House. I mean, he's like, isn't he like British? Or can, yeah, he's British. Is and he? He, he plays an American. Okay. He's, yeah, pretty sure he's like British. Okay. And he plays an American. I've only seen a couple of episodes of that show, but. Yeah, no, I hear what you mean. It's weird because it was funny. I thought, you know, like a side side note, but do you remember Samuel L. Jackson? He kind of like he put out a tweet saying that he's tired of seeing all these black act black British actors taking American black roles. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, and I think he was referring to when that movie uh, Get Out came out. Right, Get Out, because that guy's actually British. I don't know the actor's name, the main guy. The main guy is actually British, though. He's yeah. actually he was actually uh-huh. in, he was actually in an episode of Black Mirror uh, season one, which is pretty yes. pretty cool. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that um, he was upset of that because, and I guess Idris Elba chimed in and said something about that because you know he's also British and he's like doing a lot a shit ton of movies. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting that it, the, the cast was half American and half British, and the only one that was like actually had an, uh, uh, an American accent was. Uh, Killmonger's character. I think his name is right. Eric. Eric. It's weird because he's casted as Eric Killmonger, but I don't know if they ever call him Eric in the movie. Do they? No, I don't I, think they did. I, all I hear is Killmonger. So I guess I looked. I looked him up. His name is Eric Killmonger. So, but as far as likes for me, um, I did like the acting a lot. I thought, uh, well, I guess I'll say this for the dislikes, but I liked the majority of the acting, and um. Ah. The set design was like all the all the the costume and like all that stuff. That dude, all that stuff looked really authentic and like really clean and like legit. Oh, yeah. It looked like super legit. It was a whole new world. Yeah, and I was kind of skeptical because I didn't want it to be. Well, it's it's kind of like dubbed like the first African American, well, not Af- African American, but like uh, black superhero. When it's not, I mean, you know, we've had right. you know like Blade and a couple different side characters and stuff. But I understand what people are saying like it's the main. All the cast pretty much is, is black. And, um, I thought when I heard the soundtrack, I don't know if have you heard the soundtrack for Black I've Panther. Heard some of, I mean, not, not like I didn't sit down and listen to the soundtrack. Alone, yeah. But yeah. well, I, I was checking it out like a, like a week before the movie came out and it was all pure, like 
modern hip hop. So I was kind of like, oh, I hope they really don't stereotype this and just throw a hip hop song in every single, every single scene. But they actually didn't. They only threw like maybe one. Like, I don't know if you noticed, like in the club scene, there was like, yeah, in the club casino scene, there was like one hip hop song or whatever and like a, some like trap beat or something. But for the most part, the music yeah, is pretty that's, like that's authentic. Thing I was going to bring up. Yeah, go for it. The, the, that little trap beat that they kept doing kind of got redundant. Mm-hmm. You remember when when they were going into another scene, like they segued into another scene. They did that weird like boom, 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 boom. remember that? Yeah. I mean, the beat was cool, but I don't know if it really it really fit that moment in time before they mm-hmm. they went into the next scene. You know what I mean? It was kind of I don't know. It was kind of putting to me. Yeah, it was kind of like um, you know paying homage to their to the African ancestors, uh, yet like more futuristic because that's what Wakanda is. It's very futuristic. Yeah. You know, for yeah. a lot of people, for, for people that don't know anything about the movie, um, it's all centered around this stuff called vibranium, which, uh, and that's another thing I forgot to mention in the, the beginning of the movie. They tell a story of how vibranium kind of came to earth. It was just a right. huge meteorite and the meteorite looks gigantic, like, uh, like the size of Texas, something like that. And it like crashes into Africa. And I guess it got kind of burrowed just deep into the earth and over thousands of years, uh, the African people with this section right here, which is Wakanda, they, they kind of dug it out and they use it to their advantage. And it's five tribes, right? Five tribes. Five tribes. Um, and four of them are in agreement that they want to be ruled by kind of like one leader, which is, what is that? That's like, uh, dip- that's not, um, democracy. It's called, uh, what is it called? Like dictatorship, right? You're under the, yeah. yeah, you're kind of like under the rule of, of one person, um, which was, uh, King T'Challa and his, like, ancestors, you know, all the way down the line. And this fifth group did, or a fifth tribe didn't want to be part of that at all. And they kind of cast, I thought they were the coolest tribe, by the way. They were, they were. Yeah, I forget yeah. the, I forget the name, but their, their animal was not a panther. It was a, uh, it was a gorilla. Right. It was a gorilla, sir. Yes. Yeah. So I thought it was that, that was, that was pretty cool. And they kind of like cast themselves out and they would always challenge, you know, the other tribes and stuff like that for the throne. And they were kind of like hidden in the mountains, but, and they were huge guys, dude. They were huge. Did you notice like all of oh, them yeah. were huge? They were like foot, like linebackers. Yeah, six foot, six foot four and up, dude. But I really liked the main dude. I forgot his name, but he was, he did a good job and mm. he, had, he had some pretty good jokes too, but he was, he was also at the same time, he, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but yeah. you'll see. You guys will see. But like, you know, you thought he wasn't going to change, but then he ended up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. And you thought he was the last person to do what he did, but, mm-hmm. you know, he really came through, I think, as a as a character. Yeah, he's he's more, he, yeah, they, they show him kind of like towards the beginning of the of the movie, and, and he kind of has a, a recurring role uh, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. So, and he does play kind of like a pivotal, pivotal part in the movie. Um now, how about how about dislikes? Any dislikes of the movie? Um, I didn't. I didn't. Like I said before, I don't know. If, um, I didn't. I didn't really like how they didn't explain how they were able to create. How did they have the knowledge to create all this stuff? Mm. When they just had this precious metal. You know, this awesome. Yeah. This awesome metal. There was no. There wasn't really um, a backstory, unless I missed it. Mm. Um, you know, because I also had to deal with an annoying two-year-old behind me uh, making <laughs> wish sounds. That's like always, 20 minutes of the movie. That's always fun. That's <laughs> always fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah. To my knowledge, I don't. I don't think they really explained it. They just kind of show. They kind of told like a little folk folklore, like story about it, about yeah. how when the vibranium yeah. crashed and they just found it. I mean, 
Well, you just find like a huge rock. Like, what do you do? Just start like chucking away at it and just. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess they start chiseling at it, and they just like I don't know. Yeah, I mean there was somehow a... made. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, we they made were... a lab out of vibranium. <laughs> what do we do now? Yeah, there was a couple. Like... There was a couple of scenes where they showed like an actual weapon, and they put like a little chunk of vibranium in it, and it looks like it like it 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 was like. It harnessed its power. You know what I mean? Like it's right. kind of like powered up, like after just dropping a little bit of it. But they never showed the actual vibranium. Like there's like a, not a vibranium cave or anything. Like it, I, I didn't see anything that was glowing vibranium. Did you? No. Yeah, not to my knowledge. But the tech was really cool, which was another like two uh, of mine. Um, technology was awesome. The suit was awesome. They kind of uh, showed his old suit, which you guys saw probably in in Civil War. If you guys have seen that one. Um, and it was kind of just, it was like a regular suit, right? He would just put on like a mask, like Batman and stuff. And then I guess his sister, which I don't know her name, but the sister is kind of like in control. Yeah. She's in control of all, I should be pulling up these names. I'm not here on the computer, but Jesus Christ. Come on, David. Get with it. I am D. So many people. So many people in the community. I know. So many, so many. Uh, yeah, she also had, she also brought to the table some good jokes. She had some good jokes there. Yeah, she plays like a younger character, of course, you know, and, and she's the younger sister of, of uh, well, who becomes King, King T'Challa, which is a Black Panther. And there's a funny, like, uh, I guess, social media, you know, reference in that one. The I don't, I don't want to give it away, which, but it was like a meme and stuff. They made the meme out of it, out of what she says. And her name is, let's see. I, I can't find it. I'm gonna have to edit that one out or edit. Oh, it's Shuri. 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 Yeah, Shuri was freaking Shuri. awesome. And um, I hope we actually see more of her, like in other movies and stuff. But um, yeah, she kind of played like the real tech savvy uh, girl. And um, yeah, I just thought the tech was cool. Like she created the suits. She created. Uh, there's actually a cool homage. I don't know if you caught it, Josh. To um, could you saw it one time or twice? I just saw it once. Okay. So there was a reference to, uh, she says, Hey, uh, dad created some, um, no, I created some tech from a movie that dad used to watch back in the, back in the day, an American movie back in the day. And he put on these shoes and they kind of like contoured to, do you know what that was a reference to? Yes. I can, I can, it was, it was it, um, was it James Bond, buddy? No, it was, was it was actually back to the future too. When he put on those Nikes. Uh, Was that what? what? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because I, I actually had to go back and watch an Easter egg on that one, but I, I did kind of notice they looked a little similar because they kind of like velcroed over his body. They kind of contoured. I mean, that's, that's not, right. You know what? That's right. Yeah, it's not really a spoiler, but it's something cool that you kind of see in the movie. Um, and the fact that she said that was awesome because I, I, the Back to the Future Two is my favorite out of the Back to the Futures. I think one is amazing. I, I still haven't seen three. Back to the Future Three. You're not. You're not missing much. <laughs> Yeah, I think he got, he got something like fifty five percent. So I'm not. I'm sure. Three, I'm not. Honestly, three. Honestly, three was more of a, a love story near the end. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of drifted away from the Back to the Futureness of it. Back to the Futureness. Sort of. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get. Um, that's enough with the with the likes. I think we dropped a couple in there. Like I said, the music, the acting, the uh, the tech, the um, just kind of like the whole landscape of everything. Uh, I thought it was really really cool. Now the CGI was imp- the CGI was very impressive. It wasn't. Like, oh my god, that was bad CGI or anything. Yeah, well, that kind of segues into my dislikes because a lot of the CGI, I think, was questionable. You might not have caught it the first time, but I thought a lot of the CGI... Now, you're probably going to hate me for this, but the first time they do show the rhinos, it looked extremely CGI-ish. Extremely... When they show them on the farm with with the, uh, with the, yeah. with the actor from Get Out, which his name is... 
Daniel Kalulu, Kalua, Daniel Kalua, Kalua. Daniel Kalua. Kalua. Give, Kalua. give me some Kalua, Daniel. But uh, I think his name is Wakabi. His name is Wakabi, and um, he actually was uh, one of the tribes as well, uh, one of the leaders of the tribe or the princes of the tribes, and. Um, it's kind of like a farm. It would look like a farm, and he had these rhinos on there that they would ride, right. which I which I thought was awesome. But when they first showed the rhino, that looked really super CGI, especially for a budget of what they had. It was it was like a, uh, I think it was like a, a hundred and it was almost like a two hundred two hundred million dollar budget, something like that. It's a lot of money. One hundred ninety or two. Yes, yeah, a, a lot of scratch right there. A lot of scratch. A lot of scratch, my friend. But, um, yeah, that was a questionable CGI. Uh, um, also, like, fast-forwarding to, like, the end scene, the very, very end scene. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a scene uh, where Black Panther fights Killmonger, and they're both kind of in their Black Panther suits. And when they're kind of just, like, flipping around, like, on that train track, dude, that looks so CGI. It looked like PS2 graphics. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, it, th- it kind of pulled me out of the element a little bit. And I think that that part was either rushed or they just didn't catch how CGI it looked. But other than that, it was, I think it was, yeah, I think it was easier to get away with cause it was dark. So like, I think like the untrained possibly. eye wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, possibly. There's a lot of, there's a lot- how dark it was when they were fighting. Yeah, yeah. possibly. I mean, there's a lot of things that were happening in that third act. And, um, that was the only thing that I really kind of stuck out in my mind. Um, other than that, and I'm probably gonna get so much shit for this, but everybody loves Michael B. Jordan's character as Killmonger. And I, I, he, I he was, go, go for it, go for it. I thought he, I thought, I thought he was great and he brought a lot to the table. Mm. He was like, he was like, you know, he was supposed to be like more of the modern, modern day, uh, guy with, with, uh, with, with a lot to prove, you know? Mm. And then I thought, the, I thought the twist was really cool because I don't want to give it away who he really is. Mm. And, um, I thought that was really cool at the end, how they saved that for last, of yeah. what his backstory was. Right, right, you right. Know, and how, how, it came, how it all came together in the end, you know? Now, for a lot of people that don't know, this is um, directed by Ryan Coogler, and it was uh, one of the writers was Ryan Coogler, and he actually, hit, this is his third movie, and for his third movie to be such a big film and a Marvel film and just kill it at the box office shows a lot. And his first two movies were nothing like this. I mean, his first movie was Fruitvale Station. Did you ever see that one? I did not see that one. Okay, so Fruitvale Station was pretty much the um, uh, kind of a uh, – it was based on a true story where um, it also had Michael B. Jordan. Another thing is Michael B. Jordan's in every single one of Ryan Coogler's films. So he's huh. in all three of them. So I guess he's a huge fan of either Michael B. Jordan or, or I don't know, he has like some kind of contractual agreement with him to be in all his <laughs> movies. But – the first one, uh, well, Fruitvale Station is pretty much about um, a live something that happened, um, an actual story that happened in, I believe it was Oakland or somewhere up in Northern California, where a riot broke out and him and his friends kind of got in this altercation with the police, and the actual the police actually ended up killing him while in handcuffs in front of everybody, and they have it live on video, like people recorded it with their cell phone, and it became a wow. big thing because the cops came out saying, "No, he swung at me," or he. And people were like, dude, he was in handcuffs. There's no way he could have done this. So that was actually a really, really sad movie. Um, but I think it was like Michael B. Jordan's one of his like breakthrough movies. So that was really cool. And then, of course, the second one was Creed, which pretty much everybody saw and, and liked it for the most part. Oh, yeah. 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 Who didn't see Creed? Yeah. Creed was awesome. And it's, you know, on a side note, did you see that Sylvester Stallone actually posted a Creed 2 poster? I've, 
I, I didn't see the post, but Me I know that, that it's in the works. I it, know it's in the works. It, I hope I hope it is. I hope it's just not like an artistic, you know, depiction of of like a little like sometimes they like they like to like throw up little things that artists sent them send them or whatever. It's not official, but um, if there, it, it, supposedly it's going to be Creed versus um Ivan Drago's son and Dolph Lundgren's oh, going to be in it. Brilliant. You right? <laughs> As long as these guys don't get weirder than what they already look, I mean, they can still keep making these movies. As long as he doesn't say, "My father told me you're going down. You will. I will break you." <laughs> I will break you if Creed. Right. If Creed dies, he dies. <laughs> right. No, but um, yeah. So back to Black Panther. Geez, we're already thirty minutes in almost. But black to back, black to Black Panther. <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> this is what happens when you drink pure coffee and no breakfast in the morning. But back to Black Panther, I thought all the acting was solid as hell. Um, I really liked Lupita. Um, I forget her last name. Lupita something. Uh, oh, I don't want to do that. But Lupita Nyong'o, uh, who played Nakia, which I heard in the comic books, she actually comes back. I hope it's not a spoiler. But she comes back as a villain in the in the comic books. Really? Yeah, she actually kind of like disbands from Wakanda and she becomes a villain, like a vigilante, but also yeah. like a like a villain to Black Panther. So that'd be cool to see more of her because I thought she was like a really really strong character. She actually plays the ex of Black Panther in the movie, so they have like a little love interest going back and forth and stuff. And um, yeah, I didn't have too many gripes right. with it other than some of the questionable CGI. And uh, oh yeah, back to Michael B. Jordan. That's the whole reason for this like last five minutes. But I thought Michael B. Jordan, I don't know if this is going off off the comics, but I thought his his character was just a little too swagged out with the cockiness. It, I, I, I agree with you with that. Yeah. But didn't you also... Kind of built his character. Kind of feel, did you kind of feel for him though? A little bit? Near the end, I did. I feel bad. I did, especially when they showed a little bit of the flashbacks and like what you could tell. Like, uh, well, won't spoil it, but we could tell that he was fueled by hate, pretty much. Right. And he was just basically like, you know what, fuck the world. I'm gonna get into the army. I'm gonna go murder as many people as I can because I'm. I have a hole. It was like a hole. He had a hole in his heart, and he had to fill it. He had to fill it with like death. And towards the end of the movie, he lets you know that. Yeah, he had to fill the void. He pretty much said that his whole existence was leading up to this moment right here. Like meeting with Black Panther and doing whatever he had to do. We're not going to spoil it. But um, I think their confrontation was really, really solid. Because, I mean, he was co- he was super cocky. He's super cocky. And, uh, and he's confident, though, too. I mean, he has the goods to back it up. Like, he has the skills. He's ripped as hell, dude. I haven't, dude, he was, like, when he took off his shirt, I mean, he was, like, bulked up. Like, he... He was massive. I thought he was. I thought he was Michael J. White there for a second. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he he kind of beefed up for this role. Like like he was looking like how he did in Creed and stuff. And his matchup against um, King T'Challa, the Black Panther, who was pretty much like the opposite. Like he was he was not. He was very very humble. He would only challenge when challenged, and he didn't really go off of. Off, he didn't fight off of off of too much emotion. You know what I mean? So it was a cool little matchup yeah. there. And uh, overall, I liked it. I don't want to make this review too long, but I would say that I give this movie probably like a solid nine out of ten in the, in the Marvel universe. And I was telling my friends that they're like, uh, you know, a couple of them are asked, "Oh, you're only giving it that because of all the hype and all the ninety eight percent again." No, dude, I watch movies for movies. Yeah, I watch movies for movies. I try not to, you know, focus on the politics, and then we'll get into the politics about that too. But I just, 
I thought this was, I think Marvel movies are just getting better. Like Thor Ragnarok before this, dude, Thor Ragnarok was awesome. I think Thor and Black, yeah. the newest Thor and Black Panther are my favorite Marvel movies to date, other than probably the first Avengers film. And, uh, oh, and of course, like Logan and Deadpool, which are, are, to me are givens. I think, yeah, Logan and Deadpool to me are givens. They're on my top five for sure. But I think Avengers and Thor Ragnarok and then Black Panther are definitely up there. Like as far as quality of movie, acting, CGI story overall, I just wish that I think, um, they stopped making these movies so damn long, like two hours and 10 minutes, two hours and 15. Too long, especially when you have like 30 minutes of trailers beforehand. Dude, it's too long. You're just sitting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to let you get to your, to your thoughts right there. Did you have any dislikes? Did I give you your dislikes? Yeah, I just, I only had, like I said, I only had like two real dislikes and mm. then one that was more of an environmental uh, dislike with the two year old, the annoying two year old <laughs> wishing in the back. And then, right. and then after, after we finally silenced him, he, he did the, uh, he did the annoying straw thing. So mm. it wasn't. And so we'll, people, please, please get a babysitter. It's not that hard. There's, yeah, there's there's oh. people out there. When I see pe- when I see people walk in, and, and and no disrespect to any of the parents out there, do not take an infant to a movie. They're not going to remember it. First of all, like why would you take an infant to a movie? Like, no. Why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, other than you don't have a babysitter, but then guess what? Thug it out. Go to the movies another day when you do have a babysitter, or get like a fire stick and just start watching bootleg movies like we did, right? Right. Terrarium TV for life. <laughs> Shout out to ter- <laughs> shout out to Terrarium, the best shout thing. The best thing in a movie goer's life is Terrarium. Right, and then, and then the next day, David and Josh get checked out. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that back. We don't watch Terrarium <laughs> illegally. We don't do any of that, of that stuff. We give all of our money we to the not, movie industry. We are, not, we are not advocators of Terrarium. We have no idea what it is. Um, I just heard about it. I just heard about it. I did not install that terrarium on my fire stick. <laughs> oh, there you go, Clinton. Mr. Clinton in the building. All right. Yes, yes. No, so overall. Uh, going back, though, yeah. overall, I give this movie a solid eight. I would have gave solid it more, eight, but yeah. there, were just, there were just things that bothered me about the technology. Like, if you're going to have, like you said, with the, the length of it, mm. you're going to have a two-hour movie. Please at least have a backstory of how they created it, not just have, like, a lab. And, oh, look, we have all this We have all this technology, but right. we, don't know, we don't know how we created it. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I think it's really bothered me about it. Okay, but you give it uh, a, other than that, I, I give it a solid eight. I give it a solid eight. Definitely, definitely a great movie. What do you give Thor? Watch. What do you give Thor Ragnarok? Just curiosity. Um, uh, probably a nine. Probably a nine. Ooh, so it was really action packed. Yeah. Really action packed. Pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty funny, but it wasn't like it wasn't like too funny to where it like it missed the point, you know, of the movie. True and stuff. Yeah, I I, I definitely say yeah, out of the trilogy of Thor so far, I thought. The third one, which was Ragnarok, was like the most comedic. And that's really hard to do. Like, that's really hard to do to make the third one pretty good, you know? Yeah, yeah. And pull off as far as action and comedy goes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I would say I say definitely – would you say watch this on a discount day or, wa- or watch it full price, IMAX, or wait for the DVD? I would watch, I would watch it. I would watch it full price, but right. try to go when it's a down day, and hopefully people don't bring their little kids. And uh, <laughs> not that you can predict that, but <laughs> or why not just buy all the tickets in the movie theater and just you know just go there by yourself, and then make sure nobody's around you, right? Yeah, right. Or you could do just, right. buy up the, just buy a box. I'll tell you what, you, you know, this is what you need to do: buy a private booth, bring your friends, watch the movie. Enjoy. In a soundproof. Just don't turn on. Soundproof. If you see it in 3D, if you see it in 3D, do not turn on the lights because they will knock on your window and be like, "Hey, what's going on? I can't <laughs> see the 3D. The 3D glasses aren't working." <laughs> that's why you not need. That the, never- that's why we need the Wakandan technology for the advanced 3D. Right. Wakandan 
of technology. From metal. <laughs> From from a from a badass metal, we've created everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from, all sneakers to, from sneakers to from sneakers to to teeth that become suits. <laughs> I thought the suits were were badass, man. No, I, they were badass. Yeah, they, they were definitely badass. They were badass. As far it was, a, it was a huge leap from his regular suit, which it was it was the suit he just put on, right? I'm guessing. Right. Yeah, yeah. And just like a, like a, like a helmet just... and stuff, and and then the sister actually developed like these. It was two different suits. It was. Uh, activated through these, um, through like a necklace he would wear, and I guess like an implant maybe in his head or something, or in, the, in his neck or so, something. So, yeah, so yeah, but because there's a scene where the sister says, "Hey, just just think about you know when you put on the necklace, just say like suit in your head, basically just think suit on, and the suit just broop, just magically like melts onto your body, and that's what he did, and and he was able to you know take the mask off just by thinking about it. It would just kind of like melt away and. And it was really cool. It was actually pretty Iron Man-y, if you think about it. Like, yeah, I, I felt I felt like they had kind of like some Iron Man elements in there, and they've they've had some interaction like in, in so, uh, Civil War and stuff, and so that was cool. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I, I also like the um, what was it? His, I think it was his sister had those those cool ring things that produced that blast. That was pretty cool. Remember those uh, those the, arm things she put on? They oh, had, the beads. Like they were like little beads. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? Yeah, there was there was some cool tech in there, man. I mean, especially like when people got shot or injured, they would apply this vibranium like in a a bead form, and it's not really. I mean, it's not really spoilers. You're gonna see it, but um, it's kind of like these like little beads where you would put them on the wound and they would heal like pretty much overnight, right? Yeah. Right. So, and going back to the to the um the accents, did you, did you notice the the Hobbit was in the movie? The actor that played the Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and his name was uh, Martin – ooh, his name is Martin Freeman? Almost like Morgan Freeman there. Freeman yeah, and he played Everett K. Ross, and he was actually – he was in one of the other Marvel movies, correct? I think he was actually in Civil War, or he might have been in – he might have been in I one of the so. – Yeah. I, I don't know if he was in Avengers 2 because I still haven't seen that. I'm saving that for like a week before Avengers come out because I want it to be fresh you, in my mind. What did you think about Stanley's cameo? That was pretty funny, right? Stanley's cameo in this movie. Dude, for being 95 years old, that guy moves like he's 30. Like, he still has that swagger. It's so freaking awesome. Like, I really, really enjoyed uh, the Stanley ca- uh, cameo in that. I thought it was really, really funny. Everybody started How does he do it? laughing What's on the screen. Vibranium. What is he being Vibranium, alive? dude. Vibranium. <laughs> he has some real vibranium. life Vibranium. vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he goes back to vibranium. Dude, he secretly has some real vibranium there, but uh <laughs> Stanley's cameo was Something's awesome. What's going on? Something's yeah, going so on. so jumping ahead to the end of the movie with the post credit scene. I don't want to talk about it, but just letting everybody know, stick around. There is two post credit scenes. Only two. Not like twenty, like Guardians of the Galaxy two, which was too much. Do you remember right. that? I think you remember me uh, te- texting you, David. Should I stay? Should I stay? Oh no, was it yes, was, was it Guardians or was it Thor Ragnar? I think it was actually Thor Ragnarok had the one with the, with like thirty post credit scenes. There was yeah, that was ridiculous. It, it was, was either it was either Guardians two or, or or Thor Ragnarok. I don't I can't retain this much knowledge. I like Thor Ragnarok's post. I like the credits though. That clay animation was really cool. That clay mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, dude. Marvel had Marvel ha- Marvel and Disney have an amazing team behind them. So I that, that's why these movies again, are so massive. The once again, dude. Yeah. Well, Stan Lee's probably gonna be buried right next to Walt Disney with vibranium surrounding them, so they can never die. <laughs> like they're never, they're probably gonna be frozen, <laughs> covered in vibranium, right. and they'll be brought back to life three hundred, you know, three hundred years later or whatever. With, 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 with the Black Panther plant, with the plant, right? The oh plant, yeah, right? 
Yeah, that was, the yeah, tell them about the plant. There was a cool, like, little plant that would, uh, kind of like, um, what would it do? It would kind of like, uh, they gave him, like, superhuman strength that it healed his wounds and all that stuff. Yeah, it was like a purple plant that they would kind of crush down into a liquid. They would drink it and they were actually able to kind of like re- almost regenerate, I think, because he, he had a couple wounds at one time and Black Panther was able to regenerate and, um, he was kind of like shaking around. So this, so this, uh, this plant must have, Really kind of went through his bloodstream and just kind of like, you know, made him, made him freak out a little bit. But he was actually able to go back in like a, like a purgatory dream state where he was able to talk to his father who was dead. That was pretty gnarly. That was actually really, really cool. Like when they showed the, the African plains and they showed like a, like a cool, um, like skyline. It almost looked like the, um, what is it? The, uh, uh, I can never pronounce it. We're in the sky where it looks like green, a borealis or something. Oh Northern Lights, Northern Northern Lights, Northern right? Lights. There you go. Northern but isn't lights, it called yeah. like a borealis or something? Some, I cannot pronounce these words. Some, some a borealis or something like that. Kind of vibranium thing. I don't, I don't know. Vibranium, a borealis, dude. It's it's all in my brain. It's <laughs> the like, answer to everything. Vibranium. This this movie has invaded my brain like so much. Like everywhere I turn is Black Panther this, Black Panther that. I know it's super hot right now. It's such a hot topic too. You can't really go out in public anymore and say, you know, eh, I didn't really care for the movie. Like, if you didn't care for the movie, like, I understand that, but don't just hate on it, especially if you haven't seen it, one. There's, there's, yeah, there's, it's too much. You have to be PC about everything and it's getting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I have some people that watched it and there aren't even Marvel fans. And of course they're criticizing the shit out of it. And, oh, dude, like they brought up so many issues and uh, don't get me wrong, dude. There was a couple preachy things. Remember I called you the first day and I was like, dude, there's a couple preachy scenes in here. I hope they didn't do that on purpose, like for a hidden agenda or whatever. But it was kind of like most of them came from Killmonger as well. Like, but I can understand because he was in a, he was, he was the African American in the movie and pretty much the only African American in the movie. The rest of them were African. So he kind of had like a different standpoint as opposed to a Wakandan who never really saw any other, any other race. There, it wasn't a melting pot like America, you know? So they, all they know is their people and their issues. They don't know what's going on. I'm sure they know, but they don't. They don't choose to like, they choose to kind of ignore it. And that's what kind of makes like you, you think like, Oh, Wakanda is such a badass place and all these people are awesome, but they're not sharing. How are they, how are they helping the world? Right? They, they're not helping the world. And that kind of like they're comes not. into play towards the end of the movie and stuff. And I understand it. That's why I thought it was really good writing as well, because it kind of does apply to nowadays. I mean, you know, lending out your hand to your, your fellow man type of thing. And, um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool overall message without getting too preachy. There was some preachy parts, but not enough for me to be like, I'm turning this movie off completely yeah, or I'm it, walking out they, theater. They, they totally, they totally blew it out of context. If you, if you look at all the YouTube yeah. movie reviews and people, people just, they're, they're just crazy. Like I've, I've heard, uh, as far as some people telling me that, that in some, uh, in some cities or something, maybe, maybe in California or somewhere, I don't know yeah. that, that black people were actually literally kicking white people out of the movies. And I was like, no, nah, it's gotta be fake news, fake news. Well, it's a trip. I've never, be- yeah. You said in California? Some, somewhere. My buddy was telling me that. That's interesting. Mostly, like black, black people were like taking over the theaters and kicking out white people if they saw them there and shit like that. Wow. But I, I don't know. I don't know how, how true that is. It's probably fake news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the theater that I was in, and like I said, I saw this movie twice, um, so two different showings, uh, it was a huge mixture. I was, honestly, I was kind of like looking to see who was coming in, because I thought I would see more black people than I than I thought, but it was actually, in 
a different mixture of people. And you could tell that some people came on, came in with like, like myself, I had a Black Panther t-shirt. I had my Marvel hat. I was all Marvel boyed out, right? Cause I was really excited for this one, especially it's the first movie, the Mar- first Marvel movie of 2018. Um, right. but I saw a mixture of people that look like fanboys, uh, people that were just kind of like there on date night. So you had a couple couples, uh, like, you know, whites, uh, Mexicans. I saw very few blacks, but the blacks that I did see in there, um, were wearing like the African garments. Now, I don't know if that was like a thing that was kind of like orchestrated a bunch, uh, you know, around like social media or what, but I noticed that a lot of people, and they were making like memes about it, like, oh, this is how, how, uh, African Americans are going to walk into, you know, the Black Panther movie and they showed them like an African garment. And that's cool because they're actually paying homage to the ancestors and stuff. I just know that it's going to be a, a trend. And when this movie dies out, they're going to go back to just back to street, like their regular clothes. You know what I mean? So in, in, in that sense, they're kind of like, not saying true to their beliefs, really, in, as far as the ancestors, because they're only doing it for this promotion of the movie. You know what I'm saying? But then the numbers came out, and they're explosive. So that kind of makes me ask the question, do black people not <laughs> go to the movies as often as others go to the movies and support other movies? Because the money was thrown in there. And if you know the numbers, it's like the black population in America is not that – it's like 35%. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not the majority. Yeah, I, that's funny that you mentioned that. That's funny you mentioned that. Uh, there's a coworker at work. Uh, she was telling me because her, her husband's actually uh, black, and she was talking about the movement about like people wearing the dashikis and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think she was she was telling me she was just going along with the flow, yeah. like and just saying like on Facebook to, I guess to just I don't know to fit in. But yeah, I don't. Know, I mean, that's that's that's. I don't. I don't really. It doesn't really, it's, it's not something that bugs me, but there's people that like it bothers them. David, I don't understand why. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally understand. There's like, there's some people that go to the movies because they are actual fanboys. And I do, I, I work with a, with an African American guy who was like, dude, why are they making this so pol- political? And then I have people online who are African American and they're like, you have to make it political. You know what I'm saying? So it's like certain people have certain opinions and agendas about this movie when, you and I are looking at it from a standpoint of, dude, we, we just want to see badass movies. Like we watch movies every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, we don't want to take it as serious or that to that next level, I think. Well, at least I don't really. I don't want to get too in depth with it because in T minus five seconds, I'm going to forget it and I'm going to go on to the next movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's something I was going to bring up at the end and I'm not going to try not to ruin the end. Yeah. But what he did was, I think, something that, you know, that was, that was a big powerful message too at the end. What, uh, Black Panther's character did as far as the community and that's that's something that it's true a lot of a lot of you know a lot of celebrities a lot of athletes don't really do that anymore unless maybe it's like a write-off or a tax charity yeah. or like a charity you know what I mean it's not it's not a, a an ongoing thing and they have millions of dollars you know it's like I think that was kind of like not a slap in the face but it was kind of like you know it's time we actually did more yeah did our part more yeah when we have when we have the power you know yeah and no, I hear that I think people yeah. should just, if they're interested in a movie, they should just go see it and not be and not say, "Hey, uh, it's an all black cast. I'm a black person, so I have to go support." Like I understand that that need to do that, but I don't think that, hey, you know, Tyler Perry's coming out with another goddamn Medea movie. Like we have to go see it because because she's black and he's a black. Like you know what I mean? Those movies suck, by the way. Like I'm I'm sorry. Like as a as a whole, those movies suck. And if you're just going to see it because to support your race, you're actually like kind of like dividing our country. I think like you're kind of like. Just going to support shitty movies. 
Like, I really don't see the market for them. Like, no, dude, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm Mexican-American, and my grandma loves the shit out of those Medea movies. I don't find them funny, but she just watches them just to watch them. So maybe there is a demographic there, but I know there's, for a fact, there's some people that go just to support their own race. And I think when you do stuff like that, you really do kind of divide our country. And and, and you divide movies, pretty much. It shouldn't be about, It shouldn't be about that at all. Right. It should be about the actual movie. Yeah, it should be the inch. Yeah, if you're interested in it or whatever. Or what is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I find out that all these people are going just to support because it's black cast only and they're not even into superhero films, I'm going to be kind of disappointed because you're just you're not really going for the right reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not really going to to kind of lose yourself in two hours of of a good film or potentially bad potentially bad film, but. That's, gonna, uh, that's another point I was going to bring up. Like, yeah. I, I liked Warmonger's character, and then, like, Killmonger. near the end, it was, it was like, uh, yeah, Killmonger, sorry. <laughs> but it was just like, it was kind of sad to see that he had, he had, he kind of had the right idea at first, but then it just kind of like, he, he didn't, he didn't know how to execute it properly. Like, it was too, yeah. it was too, uh, it was too violent. Like, he, he was, you know what I mean? He, he wanted to help his people, but in the wrong way. Yeah. And I think that's, and I think that was probably part of the uh, political message that they were trying to say at the end. Yeah. Know? And like I said, it was cool because yeah. I've never seen a movie where well, – let alone a superhero movie where you have an African-American uh, versus an African and their views are obviously going to be different because they're looking at the world differently. I mean, let alone this fictional world of Wakanda who's kind of shielded themselves off to the world. But it did kind of make him seem – right. it kind of made it seem in the movie – by the way, Josh is smoking vape, so he's over there coughing his lungs out. If you hear him cough every five seconds. <laughs> did you hear that? Josh, you there? <laughs> I guess we're getting a delay. But anyways, like um, – It's chopping up again. Yeah, it was yeah, it's getting a little choppy over here, so we might have to end it soon. But uh, like I said, it was cool to see those two different viewpoints of the world. Um, and I don't know if they explained it, but – their country is kind of like supported by, vibran- by vibranium. And uh, so I'm guessing they're doing some kind of trades with different countries to support their country because it made it seem like all the money they get, they kind of put back into Wakanda. But they, they don't really discuss like them trading at all or selling vibranium, do they? No, not, that, not to my knowledge. Not that yeah, I but I mean, you see this, you, yeah, you see this, this area in Africa and it's like so futuristic and you have to think like there has to be money going into Wakanda, you know what I mean? So anyways, off that, um, let's get to these numbers. That's what I want to end it on is kind of these numbers of the film and domestic total as of February 23rd, 2018, we're at 320 million, almost 321 million estimate. So we're at 320, $812,422. Wow. That's crazy. That's insane. That is that is really for only being out a week, pretty much. That's crazy. Been out a week. <laughs> Whew. And that's only domestic. That's yeah, only- I, I also read somewhere. What did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? 14, it's fourteen billion global. Did you hear about that? Uh, that's that's false. That's it's not even hit a billion yet. Anything about that? No, that that that's oh. totally well based off this oh. uh, box office mo uh, box office mojo dot com says that domestic it's three hundred twenty almost three hundred twenty one million. And uh, foreign is 228 million. So combined, we're at 548 million, almost 549 million worldwide. And that's the number. That's yeah. Good God. Opening weekend. Opening weekend, it made 220, uh, 202 million dollars. 
So it, ba- it basically made back its budget in the first weekend. That's crazy. Released in eight days. <laughs> released eight days ago. So, um, yeah, this movie's making an impact, brother. Like yeah. it's it's crazy, and I can't wait to see uh, Black Panther's role because if you guys don't know, he is going to be in Civil War: Infinity Wars, which comes out May fourth, I believe. May fourth, mm-hmm. and uh, three weeks later, I think it's May eighteenth. Oh no no no, May third, nope. sir. I thought it was May third. Oh, is it's it May third? Okay, it, it, I think it's May third. It's one of those days, early, my, early in May. I know because it's my dad's birthday. So yeah. ah, gotcha. Okay, I got to look that one up for uh, double check. But um, <laughs> yeah, so. May is going to be huge regardless. May, early May, we have Infinity Wars. And then a couple weeks later, towards the end of May, we have Deadpool 2. So Marvel Deadpool 2. Marvel 2 is, cr- I mean, Marvel is cranking these movies out, dude. It's it's like cranking them out like hamburgers, David. I don't know how they do it. Dude, they're like McDonald's, bro. Billions served every day. It's crazy. Any final thoughts? <laughs> After you hit that vape? Getting choppy again, David. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Getting choppy. <laughs> See, this is the thing about recording these yeah. podcasts. We're doing them on the fly, so we're dealing with Wi-Fi issues. We're dealing with really shaky internet connection. So it's okay. It's all real. First world problems. First world problems. It's okay. fl- dude, it's Flix talk, bro. It's Flix talk. It's like I'm having a conversation with you about movies, and and the the microphone's not even here. So on that awesome. note, do you want to say anything? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. On that note, do you want to say anything else about Black Panther 2018? I I urge people to go see it. But come come in with an open mind and try to you know cast aside all these negative comments you hear from other people. I would say. And I think you can see it. You know? I, th- I don't think you have to be a superhero, uh, superhero kind of fan to to watch this movie because, I, like I said, I took my mom and she's not really a fan of the Marvel movie. Or, well, she doesn't watch them regularly, but she really enjoyed this movie. Right. So, w- do you think that's a fair assumption, or do you think? Yeah. I, no, I do. I just, uh, I just, I don't know. I'm just tired of people at work making it so. You're just tired of the politics, so... bro. Yeah, it's it's not. Where's even, your it's down? Not like, and you deal with customers every day, so I'm sure you hear that shit all the time. Oh yeah, I hear I hear worse, but I don't want to I don't want to blur blur the things I hear on the yeah. We want to keep it we want to keep it kind of PG PG thirteen buddy. Let's keep it PG thirteen like Black Panther. That's another issue I had too. There was a scene. Right. There is a scene. No, I don't have I don't I don't want to talk about the scene. There is a one. That people are like, oh my god, where's the? Yeah, I know, I know. I know. I it's not really, it's not really a spoiler, but there's a scene where there should have been blood and there wasn't blood, and literal people in the theater, literally to me said, not to me, but like next to me said, where's the blood? Like <laughs> that's a deep wound. Where's the blood? So I mean, it's not like something that was kind of like hidden. It was right in your face, and it was for a PG thirteen audience. You know what I mean? Right. So. Let's get back to the rated R stuff like Deadpool 2, man. Deadpool and Logan and all that good stuff. So hopefully we'll get that again soon. But okay, that's our wrap up of the Black Panther movie. I thought it was awesome. I'm going to get it on Blu-ray when it comes out just to add to the collection. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably, I think I'll watch it again because it was a good standalone movie, even if you're not a Marvel fan or, uh, you know, part of that whole MCU or whatever. But um, yeah, I thought it was a solid movie and I'm going to get it when it comes out on Blu-ray. Definitely get on Blu-ray too, so I don't hear a little annoying two-year-old in the background and other people and their comments. So yes, yes, I, <laughs> I gotta agree with that. Definitely get it on Blu-ray. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. So, uh, all right, we'll signing off. I gotta say, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> all right, guys. Till next time. This is Flix Talk with David and Josh. Peace. Signing off.
Bye, guys.